Welcome to Be The Tortoise. My name is Claudia and this podcast is dedicated to all of us rushing women out there. Whether you feel like you're running through life or maybe just trying to find a little more balance in your day. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real authentic deep dives into everything mindset, yoga, self-love, mindfulness and everything in between. I am beyond excited to go on this journey together as we slow down, reconnect to our highest self and rediscover what it feels like to live a life filled with alignment. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, beautiful humans to another episode of Be The Tortoise. My name is Claudia. I am the host of the podcast and you are taking another deep dive into my mind regarding closing off this year and re-entering, rebirthing into 2024. So it's been a wild year. It has been a wild year. I I feel like it's fair to say, and again, I can only talk of personal experience, but this year has been huge. There has been so much growth, so many lessons, so many changes, so many new beginnings, I guess, and also a lot of endings, which is a beautiful thing, but can be really, really challenging to navigate. And as much as I love reflecting and looking at the last year and looking at all the things that went well and all of the things that I've learned lessons from, I love a new year. I love this time of year. New Year's for me is almost better. It is better than Christmas. I'm going to say that. I'm going to put that out there because for me, New Year's Eve, there is an energy that surrounds New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, which is just so powerful. It feels like such a potent energy of change and potent energy of stepping up and leveling up and moving towards that highest self and fully starting to embody and really start to think about what you actually want to create for the year ahead. Now, don't get me wrong. I fully believe that we can embody change at any point in the year. Absolutely. We can say no, make a different choice, agree to something that we said no to in the past. We can constantly change and move towards the things that we want to do, change habits, get rid of habits, all of the things. We can do all of this at any point in the year. However, I do believe there is something about New Year's Eve and I don't feel like I'm the only one. I feel like there is quite a few people around this time of year that feel similar. There is just something special about this energy and I do believe it is because so many of us, the collective of humans, (laughs) tend to see New Year's Eve, New Year's Day as a chance for change, as a chance to start fresh, as a moment of rebirth. So with that being said, I want to use this energy that surrounds this time of year to help us step into 2024 with a clear, intentional plan on how we wish 2024 to play out. Now, I'm the type of girl who loves a plan. I've always loved a plan. I'm also the type of girl that is incredibly self-aware that plans don't always go to plan. (laughs) So... The best that we can do when it comes to starting fresh and creating new goals and stepping into this new unknown year is to have a plan, but not be attached to the plan. Now, before I go into realignment and how we can move towards our 2024 in the way that we wish to move, I want to talk about 
these last three weeks. So we've got three weeks left till the end of the year if you are listening in real time. And it's the silly season. It's Christmas in a couple of weeks. It's the time of year where we can get a little more overwhelmed than normal. Well, at least I know I do. Especially this time of year, there's presents to buy and there's lots of, you know, things happening and there's family events and there's friend misses and all of the things are happening within this next three weeks. And it can definitely be the time of year where people tend to pull back on their regular practices like yoga or meditation. And it's it's really ironic because most people tend to pull back on the habits that actually would keep them quite grounded if they continued to prioritize those practices. However, that is going off on a tangent. So it's the silly season. We tend to be a little bit more overwhelmed with life. And that's really normal. That's really, really human. Now, there's also one other thing that can come up at these last few weeks of the year, especially if you are a ambitious, creative planner who set goals at the start of 2023. If you either wrote out on a list or you sort of had them written in your phone of all the things that you would like to do in 2023. Now, as you go to look at that list or reopen that notepad, there may be a little bit of guilt. And I can speak off personal experience. I am someone who likes to write out a list at the start of the year and then relook at that list at the end of the year and sort of see whether I have achieved the goals that I set out for myself. And sometimes, yes, I have. But there is also things on that list, most often than not, that I didn't eat forgot about. I either forgot about, I didn't get to. And as I'm looking at this list of all of the things that I had set up for myself at the start of the year and realizing all of the things that I either didn't get to or didn't prioritize or simply forgot about, I started to feel this inner sense of guilt. And this this is something that I felt year after year after year. It's really interesting because I love setting goals and I love having plans, but I also know the value of just trusting in where life goes and really surrendering to what is going to present in your life. And I will be the first to admit that it's really, really hard to find the balance the balance between holding on to your plans, being disciplined with your work and being, I guess, a go-getter in life and placing in the habits and doing all the things day in and day out. And then also letting go, trusting, surrendering to the process, going with the changes. Like there are a lot of plans that we can set at the start of the year, but a year is a very, very, very long time. And for us to feel that inner sense of guilt and shame and almost like we've let ourselves down for something that we set ourselves up to do a year ago. I would like you to just take a moment to reflect on that and maybe realize that who you are now was different to the person you were a year ago. And maybe you didn't accomplish all of the goals that you had set out for yourself but maybe you accomplished other goals. Maybe there were bigger milestones that you did hit. And maybe you took a totally different turn in your life, one that needed to happen, one that the universe showed itself so clearly to you that you needed to take, and you took the risk and just did it. 
there is an element of trust and surrender into where your life is going to take you that doesn't actually sometimes go with the plan. And that is okay. So I'm here to be that person in your ear, in your car, wherever you are listening to this at the moment. I'm going to be that person to say that if you are feeling any type of guilt or shame around what you set up for yourself, what you thought your 2023 was going to look like, I'm here to tell you to remove the judgment. Remove the judgment. Try that on. Try on the feeling of removing the judgment from what you thought your 2023 should, in quotation marks, have looked like. Remove the pressure. Remove the guilt, remove the shame, the expectations from yourself as nothing now can change it. There is absolutely no benefit in sinking in your guilt, in this feeling of feeling like you needed to provide more or do more or be more. There is no benefit from feeling like you should have done something that you didn't. So the best thing that we can do now is to simply be grateful for the lessons and let go, surrender, detach ourselves from what we thought our plan should have been. And this is where the plan is amazing to have a basic structure to your year, but then we can't be attached to our plan because when we become attached to our plan, we can lose the balance between holding on, sticking with the plan and letting go, surrendering to the process, trusting in where your life just naturally takes you. And I do want to mention one more thing before we move into realignment, and that is to be fucking proud of yourself for everything that you have done. Look at all of the things that you have achieved and all of the changes and all of the breakthroughs and all of the challenges that you learned something from. Take a moment to really just be in the feeling of appreciation and gratitude for yourself and all of your triumphs, all of the ups, all of the downs. Take a moment to reflect on how fucking powerful that you are because we are so often focusing on the future. We are so often thinking about the next thing that we need to achieve that we don't give ourselves permission to fully appreciate everything that we have already accomplished. So take a moment Really think on it. Do what you need to do. Slow down. Stop your car. Go home and journal. Go to the beach. Watch the waves. Whatever it is that you do to help yourself feel that sensation of gratitude for yourself. Okay. I think it is time to go into the juiciness of realignment. So realignment, what? What does that even mean? What does that look like? Now, I truly believe that we are always in alignment. Now, if you have just been shook by what I've just said, stay with me. I promise this is going to make sense. So the reason why I say that we're always in alignment is because I believe that we are always in alignment to the vibration and the frequency that we are putting out into the universe. So if we are feeling really shit and we're feeling really down and we're feeling really mopey and a victim of our life we're probably going to be aligning ourselves with other things that aren't what we want. Other things that are also, you know, a little more negative or people that aren't really serving us or experiences that we don't want to attract, but we are still attracting them because that's the vibration that we're living at. So we are always, even if it is the alignment that we don't wish to live in, we are all always in alignment with something. 
So what we need to do is to realign with the things that we want to align ourselves with. And the first step into doing that is to work out what you want to to align yourself with. Who do you want to be in 2024? What do you want to do in 2024? What types of experiences do you want to have in 2024? What does 2024 mean for you? And this can be as small or as big as you wish. This could be a tiny little shift, such as introducing one green smoothie into your daily routine. And that is your change moving into 2024. Or you can choose, I want to totally quit my job. I want to study something totally out of the blue that I've never chosen to study before. And I'm going to take the risk and move in, move my life in a totally different direction. It honestly is totally up to you. And I'm not going to sit here behind my mic and tell you what your 2024 needs to look like, because that is completely up to you. And the way that I usually work out what I want to be in alignment with is to meditate. And I haven't yet done an episode on meditation, but I'm very excited. That is definitely coming up within the start of 2024 for this podcast. So keep your eyes peeled for that. But for me, I like to close my eyes and visualize, sit down and visualize what I actually want to feel. And a lot of the things that we want to do in our life are because of the ways that those things make us feel. They give us an emotional um, experience from it. So it's usually not the, the sensation of money that actually feels good. It's the feeling of the freedom that we get when we do receive the money. So if you'd like to write out some action points and how to actually find alignment for your 2024, that would be my number one first step would be to visualize, to meditate, to take some time to be still and to really inquire within yourself into what you want. What does your gut want you to do as you move into this new year? The second thing that I usually would do and that I recommend everyone does is to write it out. Because I guarantee you, you'll have all of these thoughts and these feelings and these emotional revelations, as I like to say in the shower when I've just had (laughs) been washing my hair and I've just had this miraculous idea. (laughs) Um, I would write it out because you forget. It's really easy to forget the things that you have momentary bursts of energy around that you've had an idea, whether it be in the shower, whether it be meditating, whatever that is for you, write it out. So you have a clear guide into what you want to do, what feels right within your gut moving forward. The next thing that I would do, and this is optional, but I do feel like this is a really powerful action step that you can take. And that is just tell someone your goals, tell someone the shifts or the changes that you wish to implement, because not only do words have vibrations. So by speaking them out loud into existence, putting them into somebody else's mind, not only is that helping you attract it closer to you, but from an integrity point of view, when you tell someone that you're going to do something you are a lot more likely to actually do the thing. And this is because we tend to lack integrity with ourselves more than we lack integrity with other people. It is 
Very, very easy for us to keep the things that we want to change in our head because then guess what? If we don't actually take the actions and do all the things, we don't have to know that we've let anybody else down. Whereas when you tell somebody that you're going to do something, think about a time in your life when you've told someone that you're going to drink green juices every day and then you haven't and you feel it on your shoulders a lot more than if you just didn't tell anyone that you wanted to drink more green smoothies. It's really interesting. Integrity with ourselves, we tend to let ourselves off the hook a lot more than when we actually go to tell somebody else. So that is definitely something that I would do if I was you. Just tell someone that you trust something that you wish to implement in 2024. Now, the last action step that I would suggest moving into the next year, however, we can start to do this right now from day dot is to take three of the things that you either wrote down, you journaled about, you've imagined that you want to shift in 2024 and to start to think about actionable steps that you can take to make these shifts happen. So what can you do? What would you need to do to achieve the goals, to move towards the feeling, to create the success, the wealth, whatever your goals are, whatever you wish your 2024 to look like, what do you need to do? What are the actionable steps? And the reason I'm saying to only pick three is because any any kind of overachiever, aka myself, is going to look at the list of 20 plus things on the 2024 list (laughs) and want to do them all at once. How many of you have ever been like, you woke up on a Monday and gone, I am going to do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You're going to do pretty much the whole alphabet starting on Monday. And if you have ever tried that, like I have many times, you'll know that it might take one week, two weeks, three weeks, but eventually some of those habits start to fall away. And sometimes all of the habits fall away because you haven't been focused on the just a super small amount of things that can actually be like consistent that you can do over and over and over again and make them habitual. So choose your favorite three and then use the next three weeks to work out a little bit of a plan on how you're going to action them in 2024. Now, I want to just quickly circle back and say one last thing as we move into the new year, because I know that I still have a couple of episodes that I'm going to record before the end of the year. But circling back to what I mentioned at the start, we can make a plan. And having a plan is incredible. Having a plan is so necessary for your success. However, we need to allow that wiggle room. We need to allow the wiggle room for spontaneity, for uncertainty, for things to happen when we don't expect them to happen. And when we anticipate and move into our goals with that expectation in a way that there are going to be things that don't go to plan, this will help us prepare and navigate for things to not go to plan within the new year. This will actually help us when something doesn't happen that you wanted to happen. You can almost look back, step outside of the circumstance and laugh and be like, "Mm, well, I anticipated that things were going to happen and they are because that's life. 
and life is short, life is unexpected, life is wild. And that is the beauty of it. Not everything needs to have a plan. If our life were planned out, we would not have as much fun. I guarantee you. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to leave it there and finish this episode with a quote. And today's quote is this. Every year you make a resolution to change yourself. This year, make a resolution to be yourself. I'll read it again. Every year you make a resolution to change yourself. This year, make a resolution to be, underline the word be, be yourself. The only way to be yourself is to listen into your gut and figure out exactly who you want to be in this world. Anyway, have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your week. I've loved recording today's episode. Gosh, I just love a new year. I'm so excited. We've got a couple more episodes to go, and then I'll be very excited to start fresh 2024 with the Be The Tortoise podcast. Have the most beautiful rest of your week. I will speak to you in the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Be The Tortoise. If you've enjoyed this episode, if it's resonated with you in some way, or maybe inspired you to take aligned action towards a slower life, I would absolutely love to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at your underscore wellness warrior. And if you'd like to hear future episodes, go ahead and subscribe and share it with a friend. Can't wait to speak to you next week. Bye.